0: celebrity line as you just heard from Alex Ferrario's update some bad news over the weekend for the Blues negotiations with Alex Petrangelo and we want to talk that over with Carlo Koliakovo former NHL defenseman and now co-host of first up on 1050 TSN up in Toronto joining us here on 101 ESPN Carlo we always appreciate the time man how are you doing this morning
1: i do great, boys. I always enjoy the superstar introduction, so um, <laughs> thanks for that again.
2: I was trying to slide okay. a note over to him, Coco's, to say, hey, hey, Coco's a superstar defenseman, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all
1: good, man. It's Carlo, all good. Pretty well, wild weekend. Uh to not, not going not gonna to lie. Um, obviously, you guys know there's uh, been a lot of conversations going on over the weekend, but, um, you know, aside from that... Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are paying attention to the other world of sports. We were uh, we were treated to some really really good sporting events this week uh, with golf, with hockey, with baseball, with you know uh, football in particular, and the NBA too. So uh, exciting weekend for sure, and obviously uh, Monday starts a new week.
2: Yeah, Coco. First thing I want
1: to find out
2: from you: you look you're right in the fire in Toronto with all the media and the hockey mecca of the world. What are what is the media in Toronto talking about in regards to the Alex Petrangelo situation?
1: Uh, a lot, actually. I think a lot of people in Toronto are surprised uh, that it's come to this point, uh, considering uh, the type of defenseman, the type of person that Alex is, um, and obviously the you know the expectation of you know where thing where people expect things to go towards in this in the sense of a contract agreement. Uh, with Darren Dreger's report on, on Friday that that basically, you know, sent an earthquake out in Toronto because, you know, people start connecting the dots and not saying that that's something that could, that, that will happen, but it's definitely a possibility. Uh, people start getting excited here. They understand uh, the position that Petrangelo is in, being a, a kid from Toronto. Um, they've heard some comments, you know, of certain players that he's played with, including, you um, you know, the likes of John Tavares. So there is that connection, uh, which people get excited about. But I think overall, um, the fact that uh, we're three weeks away from October 9th and a decision like this was made uh, to allow people to start believing that there could be some hope.
0: Carlo, I think that's what stuck out to me over the weekend is how early in the process it feels like we got the news of, okay, the negotiation has broke down and he's planning to hit the free agency market. I've said all along, if he hits the market, I don't have a whole lot of confidence that he's going to be back here in St. Louis. What did you make of the timing of this announcement?
1: Well, to be honest with you, BK, I'm I'm actually surprised at the timing that it's taken this long. I mean, you're talking about a guy who just won a, a, an organization in a franchise, their first Stanley Cup, um, to me, the momentum to get this deal done should have been last summer. And the fact that it's gone this long um, kind of doesn't make you feel good about where things are at. Um, you know, I, I've, I've, I've always hoped and stressed that, you know, he should be a lifer um, for St. Louis and the Blues, but, Clearly, there's something more going on here, um, you know, based on the, the, some of the comments that we saw come out over the weekend about frustrations and frustrations on both sides. Uh, so the fact that it has come out this early, we're talking about three weeks away from free agency, could be a good thing for both sides because, you know, they've, they've been trying to hammer away at this thing without making any progress. And, you know, now it just maybe gets, gets them both to get a sense of relief of where each position is at. And, you know, if there's still something to, you know, to get done here, maybe it makes both parties reevaluate where they are. Um, you know, but for Alex's case, I know in talking to him a lot, um, you know, he has expressed his frustrations that it's come fist for sure. But, uh, you know, as, as a lot of people have commented too, I think there's a sense of excitement right now uh, for him, you know being able to actually go through this process, because this is a process that a lot of guys look forward to. A lot of guys put hard work into. And obviously for Alex's case, it's a chance for him to actually um, expedite the process, uh, start thinking about, maybe start separating himself if it comes to that. But it also gives the Blues some time to reevaluate their position too. And, And who's to say, you know, just because they were giving this direction on Friday, that uh, either side's position can't change three weeks from now. But the fact that they did come to this conclusion um, is surprising to me, for sure. All right,
2: Coco. So if we try to remove all personal feelings in this, because, look, you have a great relationship with Petro. I, too, have Mm -hmm. a relationship with Petro. And I think that everybody is just frustrated for both parties at this point. If You you have to obviously take into consideration the salary cap in the COVID era right now. That's what I'll call it. It's difficult for teams to project how the revenues are going to be. But at the end of the day, you have no matter what website or analytics you look at throughout the the, the Internet, you have one of the top five defensemen in the league that's going to be available possibly and probably the number one right-handed shot overall defenseman in the NHL that could mm-hmm. possibly become available. How does it get to this point? How, as you're looking yeah. at an organization, ordinarily teams that would be in this situation couldn't pick up the phone fast enough to lock up a guy like this.
1: <laughs> and I think that was uh, part of the reaction from a lot of teams in the NHL when this news broke. Because, you know, I, I've stated it and people have made their comments how Petro has come out public to show his desire to stay. Um, I don't necessarily see it that way. I mean, when you got a guy with Alex's profile, it's not the player's job to sell himself on the team that he's been on. It's the the team's job to sell the player on staying. That's not just in Alex's case. That's in every unrestricted free agent's case that, that has resurrected in the last couple of years. It's the team's responsibility to sell the player on staying. And yeah, there 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 is a little bit of an advantage here because there's similarity with each other, but it's still a process that that Alex should have the advantage in, um, you know, because the decision could be easy for him to just go to October 9th and see what it what he really is looking for is out there, and I believe his first choice is to always to get it done with St. Louis, but uh, to to ask why it's gone to this point, Rivs, I still don't have any idea how it's gone to this point, you know. I've shared with you and I've shared with other people that, you know, my frustration in hockey is when it comes to these negotiations, there's certain guys that you play hardball with and there's certain guys that you just know what their contract's going to be. And I mean, you shared this on Saturday or on Friday night too that this, to me, this is an easy, easy contract to get done, especially with, you know, some of the things Petro has come out publicly and stated that he's looking for structure. It's never been about money. It's about respect. It's about structure. And it's about addressing what the player wants. And I believe the Blues have, a, have an organizational philosophy. And I, and, I, and I respect them for that. And I think a lot of people do. But just like in every business, there's always an exception you need to make with someone or, 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 or two people. And I think here, in Alex's case, I think there should be an exception being made. Uh, and I, but then again, I'm not the owner. I'm not the GM. I, I can't make those decisions. But at the end of the day, when, when you look at life as a blue compared to what it would look like with Alex Petrangelo and without Alex Petrangelo, I think uh, it's, it, you, 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 now you're sitting on a nervous pedestal because uh, you, that, that's a guy who's hard to replace. You're going to spend the next five to seven years looking for a guy like that if, he, if you can't find a way to bring him back.
0: Carlo, the last thing that I wanted to ask you about this morning is we're talking with Carlo Koliakovo, former NHL defenseman here on 101 ESPN we had a lot of conversations early last year, I guess September, really about a year ago, this time as mm-hmm. the blues traded for Justin Falk and then immediately gave him that seven year, $45 yeah. million dollar contract. And at the time, I know Jamie said this, and a lot of people said this, this is not a one-for-one. This is not the Blues replacing Alex Petrangelo with Justin Falk. And it didn't appear to be that way at the time. But now, looking back, I do wonder how much of this current conversation that we're having is a result of the Blues making that move last September, in your opinion?
1: I think it's a huge factor um, because as much as I respect Doug Armstrong, and give him credit for you know the great job he's done with that Blues organization. I think he would probably say that was a mistake, um, and he would probably want a mulligan on it. And the fact that now you have to navigate through that contract to get Petrangelo to a to a deal that works uh, in favor of the organization and 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 not so much uh, in the in the preference of the player, you know, you're, you're stuck. Um, you know, and another player you can add to that is is Marco Ken- I mean, a guy you traded for at the deadline, and through COVID, you gave a four-year extension. And if you combine those two contracts together, that's $10 million that right now you could easily accommodate uh, the, the Petrangelo camp. And, and again, it's, it's, not, it's not all about the dollars with Petrangelo camp. There's, there's certain asks uh, from the player and from the camp that can't be met right now from the organization. And if you think that if those contracts and those scenarios – weren't presented from the St. Louis Blues, how much different would this negotiation look? So, um, you know, Doug's got a a, a, a a tough thing on his plate right now, a tough uh, scenario that he has to navigate through uh, when it comes to salary cap, when it comes to, to, to the pandemic. But again, that's not on the player to fix. That's on the organization and the GM to fix. And it's unfortunate that it's come to this. Um, but I think, you know, to look at the glass half full and on the brighter side of things, as a Blues fan, you can still um, recognize that there's three weeks left to fix it. And the fact that it has come out public and maybe put pressure on a little bit more on both parties, um, you know, sometimes public pressure is, is what ends up getting the job done. And I guess it remains to be seen uh, which way it'll go in this uh, scenario?
0: Well, I know what we're all rooting for here in St. Louis, Carlo, and I don't think it's the same as what your audience is looking forward to <laughs> up in Toronto. Uh, hey, Car- hey, listen,
1: don't, don't get me wrong. I, as as one of Alex's close friends, I want what's best for him. Sure. Um, selfishly, um, I, I I wanted to stay in St. Louis Blue because now you're talking about you know legendary status, um, you know iconic, uh, you know forever blue. Um, you know, to, to finish where he started. That's something that not a, lot of, not a lot of guys have the opportunity to do. But, you know, obviously with, with, the, with the idea or at least, um, you know, the, the potential of it happening, it excites a lot of Maple Leafs fans because, again, you think about what the Maple Leafs have gone through for the last decade. You know, you can even say the last 16 years. They haven't tasted playoff victory. And it's always the conversation around this team has always been exactly who Alex Petrangelo is you know not being able to have that guy. So yeah, it, it excites people here. I mean it has every reason to considering, you know, the possibility of it actually happening. But um I think, you know, in a perfect world everybody would want to see him remain a blue and I guess we just have to you know, sit back, wait, and see if it'll actually happen.
0: Well, Carlo, we appreciate the time today, my friend, and uh, we look forward to watching this process play out, and hopefully we get to see Alex Petrangelo here in the note again once uh, next year once all of this is done. Uh, we'll talk with you again soon, man, and we appreciate the time today.
1: Likewise, guys. All the best, and thanks for having me on, and uh, we'll see how this thing plays out.
0: You got it. That's Carlo Koliakovo, former NHL defenseman, co-host of First Up on 1050 TSN up in Toronto, joining us here on 101 ESPN.
2: Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton... This offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.